And we're back with another episode of Curiously Polar. My name is Chris Marquardt, and with me, as usual, is Henry. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. How was your New Year's? Um, quite eventful, actually. No, the, the New Year's itself, not. But before the New Year, uh, for the last four or five years, uh, we've been visiting uh, a hacker congress between <laughs> Christmas and New Year's, even though we're not hackers. But it's a... Some people have weird, weird pastimes. So that's what we did. And then we slept mostly through the, through the new year because of uh, lack of sleep during the Congress. There you go. Now you're surprised. That sounds exciting. <laughs> A bit, yes. <laughs> that's an exciting New Year's. How was your uh, New Year? Different from others, I think. Uh, quite and calm, actually. Um, sailing around South Georgia. Um, playing with seals, looking at glaciers. And, yeah, and by the way, who pretty. are we fooling? We're, of course, pre-recording this because you are on a ship right now. <laughs> and there's no way that we can do a podcast at this quality uh, while you're almost outside of the of the of reach of civilization. So, uh, Well, we carry the civilization with us. Yeah. So we, we are pre-producing this, um, but still, Happy New Year to everyone. And uh, I know exactly how the New Year is going to go because it's gone exactly the same way for the last few years. So I think I wasn't even lying. Um, let's see. Topic for this episode <laughs> is the deep freezes drilling for Earth's climate archive. Uh, give us a bit of an overview of what this is about. Well, in the last couple of episodes, we already uh, scratched a little bit the surface about ice core drilling. And we have something in the pipeline later on to go more into detail there. And that's what we are talking about, ice core drilling. What is ice core drilling? Why are we doing it? And what's the special thing on it? And that's what the deep freeze is about. Okay, ice core drilling. Um, so my understanding from what I've seen so far is ice core drilling is uh, you... You drill and you pull up those long sausage-shaped pieces of ice from far below uh, and then you look at what's in there. That's basically true. Why are we doing that? I don't know. You, you tell me. Oh, why can we do that? I think, I believe it's, it's kind, kind of archaeology, right? It's, uh, you're looking back in time when you do that. But, but why can you look back in time? Why is that possible when we drill into ice? Oh, because ice uh, grows from bottom to top and stuff gets put on the top of the ice and in gets embedded in the ice, right? In best case, it does, exactly. So it's um, it's strongly connected to how glacier forms. Um, we have those big ice sheets in uh, Greenland and in Antarctica and they form um, particularly easy. Uh, it's snowfall, precipitation and just creating new layers of snow getting compressed to ice over time. And by that, they are containing um, particles of the atmosphere, the gases of the atmosphere of that time within the snow crystals. And by that, compressed in the ice itself. So it actually works a little bit as kind of an archive and that allows us to go back in time and to sample the accumulation, air temperature, air chemistry from the ancient time. The ice core records, they allow us to uh, generate a continuous reconstruction of the past climate. And that's why ice core drilling is so important for um, climate research. 
So currently we're going back to time, um, continuously back in time, around 800,000 years. So roughly a million years of, um, of time. It's, uh, that's, that's how far we can uh, track back the ancient climate. So why are we limited there? Why can't we go back further? What do you think? I uh, I would expect this uh, because because we don't have as much ice that goes this far back. Exactly. So we have basically two factors that come into play here. One is that ice is moving. One key feature of glaciers is the ice is moving. And by that, we have kind of a conveyor belt process going on within the ice. So the bottom layer is not the longest Uh, lasting ice it's not the oldest ice anymore it just gets transported so that's one thing the other thing is that you have just as a certain amount of ice there a certain thickness and if you don't have more thickness layers more layers of ice more older layers then it's very tricky to uh, drill deeper to go get older ice so that's basically why we are quite limited there But there are some surprises. I would love to come back a little later to um, um, to go a little bit further back into time. Can I ask a question about the practicalities of ice core drilling, or especially uh, what is being looked at? I mean, I understand that the ice probably has solids in it, like uh, I don't know, volcanic ashes and these kind of things. That uh, that's part of this. Uh, archive that you're talking about but uh, does it also have okay it might have dissolved gases in the in the liquids but are there actual like gas bubbles in there as well that that are being looked at yeah so what happens when when um snow accumulates and got compressed to to ice it squeezes out a, a, a big part of the gases but the um the parts or particles we're looking at, they got compressed. So it's basically um, a small bubble that gets compressed even more. It gets denser, gets gets really tiny, small. And when it starts melting, um, that bubble just expands because the pressure just disappears. And that's the crack you hear when you put an ice cube into water, for example. That's what I that's what I remember when when we went to a glacier in and and picked up some. Uh, ice swimming so it was broke off from the glacier and we put that in a glass of whiskey and it was really yummy and it did crackle yes and when you just float between uh brush ice between particles of of uh, breaking off from uh, from glaciers you hear that that's when we just switch off the engine and we just listen to that that's just really magical it's really great to to listen to those cracks that's basically when the um trapped atmosphere the trapped gases in the Uh, ice just expand again because the pressure just gets released and that's what we look at when we drill into the ice so it's one thing we look at um fortunately ice cores uh, preserve annual layers a little bit like tree rings and that make it simple to to date the ice the seasonal differences in the snow properties they create layers just um, like the tree rings but unfortunately those annual layers they become harder to see the deeper the ice core is because of course the compression really makes them thin um ultra thin so it, it gets quite tricky the older the ice is other ways of um, dating ice cores for example they include um uh, geochemistry so you can um, um analyze uh, rock particles contained in there um, layers of ash of course from volcanic eruptions for example 
they got laid on on the ice and by that when uh, no uh, new snow falls just um uh, embedded within the ice electrical conductivity and we have of course um, numerical flow uh, models to understate the age depth relationship because that also because um the the ice is not a, a solid um entity it's quite flexible it moves it uh, changes it um reacts to uh, different climate to different temperatures we have a quite um your living being there so you have to have several different uh, techniques to date the ice so what are the things that scientists can uh, read from ice cores is it just the amount of snowfall and if a volcano broke out or what other things do we learn from ice cores so we have different um things we can look at or we can read out of the ice one for example is what we just mentioned the accumulation rate how much snow has fallen in certain years how much new ice has formed so we have this rule of thumb we need 10 meters of snow to create one meter of ice kind of things um, we see melt layers which also give us an idea how much melt has um, has just happened in a certain period we see uh, or we can get ideas for past air temperatures um, just by the uh, consistence of the um, of the gases of the yeah of the the gases preserved in the ice we um get an idea about past greenhouse gases what's the concentration of those greenhouse gases in the atmosphere we have de uh, several different um, possibilities to analyze that and to to look into that and that makes those ice cores really really important for us so when a glacier melts especially paleoclimates they're really standing in front of those glaciers and just basically start crying because this is our archive that's going away that's just melting away and that makes it really, really uh, difficult. Um, it's it's a time-sensitive uh, research we're doing right now. So where do they drill for ice cores? Uh, there are a couple of um, places all over the Arctic and Antarctic. So basically, we have um, in, in the Arctic everywhere where we have large ice sheets. Uh, most importantly, of course, Greenland. But the... Uh, best archives we actually have in Antarctica simply because um, it's the thickest ice sheet so we have the, the, the biggest depth and um, it's slow moving and so far it wasn't really affected by uh, climate change so it's a, it's a, a slow slower um, process of melting down there especially on the thicker parts in East Antarctica than for example in Greenland. So we've established there are gases, there are solids in there. Are there any bigger solids in there or just like tiny particles that can be found? There can be bigger um, solids in there as well. There can be, um, yeah, even boulders in there. Yeah, for sure. Glacier basically just uh, grains off the um, surrounding bedrock. Uh, meteorites um, will just be transported through the ice and just got released at a different place. So yeah, there can be um, bigger parts contained in the ice as well. So are there like some some spots in the Antarctic that are like where, where the drilling ice core drilling concentration is higher? Are there any places where they want to drill but haven't gotten to just yet? There are um, places where the ice core drilling um, 
uh, is concentrating uh, Dome C in Antarctica, for example, is one of those places because we have the thickest part of the ice sheet there so that's a really interesting place and of course ice core drilling is not just like going there um putting an, a drill in there and just getting out with an ice core when you drill down four kilometers to get an eight hundred thousand year old ice core that takes years so you have to establish uh, a semi uh, permanent um, camp you have to bring up some significant equipment to yeah, eventually uh, drill for a couple of years to get those ice cores out we're talking kilometers of drilling kilometers yeah but the the thickest part of the antarctic ice sheet is uh, roughly four kilometers thick so it's four thousand meters of ice core that's a long drill it is um however when we just look at the, what we have so far that the, the oldest ice we we've found so far is eight hundred thousand years here comes the surprise the oldest ice ever analyzed what do you think how old is that i guess over eight hundred thousand. give it give it a guess two million 2.5 <gasps> not not too bad my not guess. too bad how is that possible if we just said that the ice thickness um limits that well i would assume uh having talked to you frequently that as you said ice flows and uh the glaciers flow so um is that my guess is that would be ice that's fallen out uh, on the bottom of a glacier kind of yes so um the process um, you mentioned is exactly what it is about so the ice forms that conveyor belt movement so the ancient ice at a certain point um, probably by uh, topography just gets pushed up and um, goes closer to the surface so what researchers have done they just drilled horizontally mm. into an ice sheet at allen hills in um, um, um region around uh, east antarctica and they actually went into a so-called blue ice area blue ice areas are in particular um dynamic there are um, they have been more ignored for uh, those kind of research because we don't have a continuously um, stabilized core. So when we drill in there, we have certain periods of um, time, but not like when we dr um, drill vertically into um, into the ice, into a big ice sheet, and we have those beautiful um, yeah tree rings, those beautiful ice layers. When we drill horizontal in those blue eyes you don't have those tree rings you have certain chunks of time but not an entire catalog of that time dating back 2.5 million years so we have um now some kind of um samples of certain periods in earth history which are much older than the 800,000 years and um giving us an idea how the climate um, used to be 2.5 million years ago so that should have established quite a detailed uh, historic climate overview well we, you have a very detailed uh, climate overview for 800,000 years and the period between 800,000 and 2.5 million years ago that's not really detailed that's just chunks and pieces 
So the, what what what's happening with this? Why why are we doing this? Well, we currently experience big changes in the atmosphere. We we experience a big change in um climate behavior and weather um phenomena that uh, change a lot. We see um pretty much all the glaciers in the world um are melting no matter if they are in higher altitudes or lower altitudes. If they are um insulated like the um Greenland ice sheet or or uh, they are marine-based like the Western Arctic ice sheet. We have so many changes that we can't really picture, that we can't really um, put into models. We try to get those models more diverse, more complex, and um, more foreseeing, um, recognizing all the outside effects, that they get so complex that we need to get an idea why, uh, why Earth climate has changed in uh, previous time without human impact. So right now there is this big theory that um, climate change is uh, human-induced, that we are causing all those changes. And the climate skeptics, they are um, just stating all the time that uh, no, 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 climate of Earth has changed constantly over time, so it is just like a regular pattern. So what the, um, so, uh, the, the, the scientists are actually doing with those ice cores is getting a better understanding how earth climate has constantly changed without a human impact to get a better idea how much the impact of human actually uh, changes this natural behavior right now and by that get also an understanding what needs to be done to probably limit that impact or reverse it even and that's a very important research very interesting so um Are there from from all the ice code reading? Are there any I don't know surprising findings that you can think of? Well, there are some uh, very interesting findings. For example, um, we we thought that the Western Arctic ice sheet um, has been there for 150,000 years, but in fact, we know now that um, the the biggest portion of the Western Arctic ice sheet um, has disappeared almost entirely. Um, just 12,000 years ago, which is like the end of the last big glaciational period and has just built up after that and is now melting again uh, very rapidly. So, in fact, we know that the Western Arctic ice sheet used to be much, much smaller in a much colder uh, climate, in a much colder environment. And understanding why this marine-based ice sheet has disappeared almost entirely in a much, much colder climate, gives us an idea what to expect now. We are talking about a sea level effect of about five meters if the Western Arctic ice sheet would just uh, drain entirely into the ocean. And um, how to to deal with that, not only in a coastal protection way, but also is that something that can be reversed? Is that something um, we, we, we get a different perspective on? And for now... We have the impression when we are uh, operating in those areas and probably also the two of us talking about that, that we are missing a lot of those pieces in that picture. It's like a big puzzle and we have a couple of uh, of corners set. We, we see some certain amount of the picture, but we don't see the whole picture yet. And those research, those insights, they are trying to, to add another piece to that puzzle to get a ov whole overview over the overall picture. Very, very interesting. So um, we are going to put some links in the show notes for people 
uh, might be more interested to read up a bit more on ice core drilling. And uh, yeah, with that, thank you. Thank you, Henry. This was really interesting. And uh, we'll be back in a week from now with... Hmm, I'm reading the topic right now. I'm not going to tell you. It's a mystery. It's a big mystery. <laughs> okay. Until then, everyone, take care. And bye-bye.